We welcome you to Emmanuel Christian Assembly. This is Emmanuel Prayer Line. This is the moment that we for our makeup. The Lord God Almighty is with us. And that is why we are bringing the church to you. We are coming your way with the work of God. We are coming your way this morning while you are sitting in the comfort of your home, bringing the word of God to you, bringing the blessings of God to you, bringing the hopes of God's glory upon your life. This is the moment that the Lord has made for you to obtain knowledge from his word and divine transformation in the things that you do that will bless him. That is why today we are coming your way with the word of God. And I want you to take this moment and worship the Lord from the bottom of your heart. <clears throat> with our brother Elijah Oyelade, let's worship him and say, Father, you are a glorious God. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. One of the powerful men of God who has been leading us in worship and in the praise of our God. I want you to surely connect with him in this moment of worship. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We say that you are amazing. We thank you, oh God. We thank you. Come on, come on, come on. Yes, in your own language, in your own words, just worship the Lord from the bottom of your heart. In your own language and in your own words, exalt the name of the Lord. In your own language and in your own words, magnify the Lord with me. In your own language, in your own words. If you want to tune in and join the brother Elijah, I'll be so pleased with it also. Hallelujah. For he is a glorious God. He's amazing. Father. Somebody, you are on the platform. The Spirit of God is prompting me to let me know that you are on the platform listening through somebody else's link. The Lord is sharing with me to tell you this moment of worship that by the end of the song, every infirmity that has been buffeting you, you are here. You traveled no long ago and you are here. You are, on the, you are listening to us through somebody's link. You traveled no long ago and there has been an ailment in your body, some kind of infirmity. But the Spirit of the Lord is telling me to let you know that at the end, by the end of this worship, He is going to touch you and bring you out of that amen and healing will be your portion even now in the name of jesus christ oh jesus we bless you we give you praise come and bless the lord Bless the Lord, bow before him, give him praise, give him glory, exalt the name of the Lord from your own language and from your own words, give him praise that is due him in the name of Jesus Christ. Celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Come on, this morning you can do it. You can do this. Hallelujah. You can celebrate the goodness of the Lord. You can exalt the name of God. You can magnify God with me together. Say, Father, you have been gracious unto me. You have been merciful unto me. You have favored my cause. You have seen me through all kinds of terrains of life. And this is the moment and the time that I am standing as a voice of praise unto your glorious name. Magnify find you oh god for you are a good god hallelujah oh jesus i love him 
Hatami mokaba, ikrata mo sandu omoshe, zekrato mo zibrate, we give you praise, Father. We give you praise, O Lord. We exalt you, O our King. We magnify you forever. Forever we will bow. Forever we will exalt you. Forever we will glorify you. You are a glorious Father. May your name be exalted forever. We thank you for all that you are doing and all that you will do, even now and forever. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, O God, for who you are to us. Oh, <laughs> Lingrando masebria para libresas, la crato mascenzo no mo cabrasas, patro mo senda la bicrato mozia, e ratala brosabayates. We thank you, Lord. Shadow mokanda. We bow before your throne. You are glorious. We bow before your throne. The Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. The Lord indeed is with us. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God was prompting me that somebody was on the platform or listening to a message through somebody's link. And through that, the Spirit of God was touching the person in the time of worship. And therefore, whoever it is, I pray that the Spirit of God will continue to stretch out his hands to bless you and to make you a substance of glory in his sight, in the name of Jesus Christ, even in the land of the living. Hallelujah. Emmanuel, and I will encourage you by the message of God that please, with all due respect, if you can connect your friends and families, tell them to connect because these things that we are studying, I'm telling you, if we are able to understand, if the church, the body of Christ, including the clergy, uh, who and who who are leading us, if they understood these basic principles of of sacrifices and altars and and what altars can do and some of the things that we have studied so far, I believe that by the grace of God, a lot of people can stand strong and do exploits to the glory of God. Hallelujah, Amen. By Amen. God's grace, the Lord showed me yesterday also that some of the prayers we prayed a, a year and a half ago, or maybe almost two years ago, by his grace, he started answering them yesterday. And it came on BBC News. I sent the, the message to our platform. I was trying to get the link to forward it to you so that you can see it yourself. And I said, everybody go and listen to BBC News, the breaking news, the war between Russia and Ukraine. And the prayers of the saints that we prayed uh, about two years ago. 
before these things happened, hallelujah, hallelujah, before they, they happened, by the grace of God, it has been answered. Amen. It has been Amen. answered and that we have seen things now, the hand of the wicked, of the wicked agenda being destroyed and God bringing peace. Hallelujah. So we, we thank him for the progress of peace and we are trusting that everything will come to an end by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We will continue to Amen. hold on in prayer. Amen. I myself at a point I was thinking, how can my prayer from this side of the world <laughs> go out there all the way to Russia and Ukraine be with all this wickedness and all these principalities involved trying to sabotage the progress of the peace of God. But God has done us good. Amen. Amen. Though lives have been lost, and yet God has prepared uh, to save the rest of the people around the world. Hallelujah. Everybody has been affected by this war. And so we have to learn lessons from this, that wars does not bring solutions. But when we stand on our knees and demand the message of God to prevail, the Lord himself will show himself strong. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Today is another special Amen. day, and I feel privileged to uh, be a lead and a guide in your presence. Hallelujah. I know Amen. that most times uh, we start with prayer, and so when you go online or on Spotify, when you are connecting, some people don't want to be praying straight away, but we feel that we are people called to be uh, spending time before our maker. Amen. Making declarations are very vital for the progress of the saints of God. Amen. If you Amen. are a man of God or a child of God, if your voice it's not heard in the corridors of eternity, then you have no dealings to be a child of God. Amen. That is Amen. what gives us divine access. That is what opens the portals of glory upon our life. That is what gives us the divine illumination, the light that we need in this life. So it is always important that your voice constantly is being heard or herald or making proclamations and declarations. Hallelujah. Especially on the things you want to see. Hallelujah. The things you want to see. Uh, if not in, in people's life, but, uh, but if it's on your own life, you still have to speak it. Amen. You still have to say it. Hallelujah. You don't have to wait on a prophet, a man of God, a bishop, a pope, or, uh, or archbishop, or cardinal, or whatever, before you, be, you begin to speak. No, 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 no. You can start from your bedroom. You can sit in your, your strong, beautiful car and begin to make declarations. Just come out of your bedroom. Even sit in the car. Do a drive around and begin to say something. Say something positive to yourself. Hallelujah. You can walk out of your door. Shut your door take your keys by the way and make sure that you don't lock yourself out and go out there on the street and start speaking in tongues proclaiming the glory of god over your life that your steps are ordered by the lord by taking actions and speaking up and and god will show you so many mercies and grace hallelujah amen the church amen. has been quiet for too long a time we have been people who have always seek for things which are trivial, things that does not really move God enough. Hallelujah. Psalm, the book of Psalm, Psalm 2 will say that, ask of me of the nations, which means that when we begin to ask God for just a, a tribe or ask God for just a family or a husband and stuff like that, we are hitting below our power, which is all good. It's good to ask God for those things. Hallelujah. But if he is asking us that we should ask for nations, 
which means that there is a capacity that he has already built in us that we need to match up to that capacity or our expectation or the desire. I use that word, that word. That was one of the words that the Lord gave to me yesterday. The desire, the desire of the saints are very vital. If your desire is minimal, then what you will obtain from the Lord, sometimes you might not even obtain anything. Hallelujah. Because he's seeking for those who are hungry so that he can fill them. He's seeking for those whose mouth are widely open and desiring more from the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody say more. Hallelujah. More. Come on, come on, come on. Say something with me. More. Say more, more. I need more. More. So with these yeah. things that we are learning, they are ways and means that opens the more of the Lord into our life, especially with the issues of altars. Amen. Amen. And we have started from the beginning of the month of June. We have declared that this month is the month for the family, especially the family foundations. And we have seen, we have studied so many things to help us to understand that most of the families have gone into consecration with other gods, which is outside the God of the creations of the world, the one who created the ends of the world, who made you and I. Some of our fathers of old went out there and had allegiance with them, and now it is creating some sort of a weight on us and disturbing our peace and a few um few um, days ago we spoke and came to that place of understanding that gideon though he was a judge listen to me carefully this morning i was reading that story gideon was one of the judges of israel but with all this valiancy or with all this potency of grace upon his life as a leader listen israel is not a small country even when they were coming from slavery from the first instant the bible said there were millions of people they were counting men and sometimes leave out the women and children and they were millions. so they said by summation they will assume that you are about three million people and you can imagine if if you are a leader of three million people then you you are somebody whom who who carries a lot of vibes you know you carry a lot of strength in you and that was the kind of power this man gideon had and yet because of the voice of an altar speaking from somewhere his life though he was a leader of a of of, of a, a blessed people as a child of god who feared god yet the voice of the altars of the father was speaking against him and so fear had gripped his life his soul had no place of exalting god in the light of his power and in the light of his knowledge and gideon was hiding out treasuring wheat in the wine press we keep preaching about it with different uh, understandings and all that but for me this broke or the whole all the protocols that we have ever established in the hearts of people on pulpits and other places where we are preached about this gideon from the book of judges chapter six hallelujah it was the his failure was not because he was not a christian or did not believe in god his failure was the fact that there was a voice somewhere speaking against him and we have seen most men of god most people of god who have walked under some strange closed doors and they haven't seen a lot of openings in their lives all because a voice somewhere is speaking vile against them hallelujah somewhere mm -hmm. someone is speaking something against them hallelujah and we have we have done that 
we have we have preached about who is speaking in your life and we have done about what are you also saying on friday that was what we spoke about by the grace of god we have studied quite a few stuff facts about about altars last week we studied about that god himself has got an altar and actually our prayers the prayers of the saints. the bible says that there's an altar before god where there is an incense in the hands of one of the angels there are seven angels before god and those angels the bible says that the prayers of the saints are placed in the incense or the incense and then the incense are bent before the altar of god and the aroma thereof hallelujah the aroma thereof which is which is a proof from genesis chapter 8 the aroma from from the from the prayers of the saints goes in the nostrils of god and god determines the results of your prayer hallelujah so if there is no altar there is no prayer and there is no answer and we came to the place to realize that men can set even altars unknowingly we also understood that altars are kept in high honor and also we also came to the place of understanding that all all prayers to god are placed in the altar which i've just said and messages are sent to men through altars and the strength of an altar are empowered by the gifts of the altar the sacrifice and the words that we put we speak on these altars hallelujah amen. amen today today we want to continue the technicalities of altars hallelujah what makes altar an altar hallelujah that's the main focus of today so please if somebody is close to you and you think that they need to know this information tell them to log on now send them the link and tell them to log on now hallelujah because these technicalities are very vital so that when you are raising an altar you have that at the back of your mind amen because without a sacrifice nothing can work out effectively hallelujah if god wanted us to be saved hallelujah the ultimate sacrifice for us to be able to get back in alignment with the purposes of god the bible says that the lord had to raise a new sacrifice on an altar that was unique that is the altar of the cross hallelujah that his only begotten son that's the most expensive and precious item in the sight of the father given to man so that we can also obtain the favor of god again to connect back to the god that created us hallelujah so if god will raise a sacrifice i wonder why we should think that we don't have to raise a sacrifice amen hallelujah Amen. So today we want to see some of the technicalities of altars. And as we have established, all altars are connected to a higher power or someone or something that is higher than yourself. And if these altars are not well understood, we may either breach it or not adhere to whatever the demands and the dictates of the altar may be and may not be able to benefit fully from these altars. So one of the first technicalities qualities that we have to realize is this the altars are driven by need to establish a covenant altars are driven by need to establish a covenant i tried to simplify it and i sent it out as a as a test to a lot of people this morning uh, and 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 those of you who are here, I, I only gave about few, about seven or eight, but I'm going to give you about eleven of them. Hallelujah! As an advantage for you coming on the platform, Amen. If they want to know this after the service, they should go on Spotify and go and listen to the message by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. Let's open to Genesis Amen. chapter eight, verse twenty. 
from 15 coming down, and let's pick up from verse 16. Actually, let's do 15. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took every clean animal of every clean bed and offered it as, use the word, offered it as a burnt offerings on the altar. And this was a need that had been risen in the heart of Noah, knowing that the God has saved him from death. Now there's a need to re-establish a covenant right with this God. And so he voluntarily offered unto the Lord a sacrifice by raising an altar unto this God, that God will come in there and create a covenant with him or connect God to his daily existence in everything that he will ever do. Hallelujah. And verse 21 says, and the Lord smell a soothing aroma then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the grounds for man's sake. So from today, know that there is no place in the scriptures that the word of the Lord says that there is a curse on your grounds. As it was spoken in Genesis from chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. Hallelujah. Now, chapter 8 tells us to know that there is no more curse on your grounds. So whatever we are doing, all that we desire to seek for is prosperity. And this prosperity can only speak up strongly if there is an altar that you have established and placing something on the altar as an offering or a sacrifice that you will offer unto the Lord. Hallelujah. So the word of the Lord says that there shall be no more curse again on the grounds for man's sake, although the imaginations of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. So God has now established a new new covenant with Noah telling him that listen now the ground is no more cursed so everything that you do must prosper today I speak this as a blessing upon your life that the word mm. of the Lord is true that from today yes. your grounds is no more cursed every curse mm. on your grounds I change it by the word of the Lord in the name mm. of Jesus Christ that mm. everything that you do may it prosper to the glory mm. of our Lord in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe it, say amen. Amen. I believe it. If you believe this blessing, say amen and receive it. Hallelujah. I believe it and I receive it in the name of Jesus. Point number two. Altars are fueled by faith. So the energy or the fire that keeps the altar going is faith in the strength of that deity that controls that altar. Hallelujah. So in the Christian field, we have God as our ultimate altar, uh, father who, who backs our altars that we establish. So if God is your ultimate, I don't know what kind of altars that others may, may establish. People do establish altars for other people to an unknown God and to Baal and to all kinds of stuff, you know. But we establishes our altar for God to be the one that backs those altars for us. Therefore, every altar is hereby fueled by faith based on the power of the deity that supports that altar. Let's see. In First Kings, I want to take my time on these things so that you understand some a lot of a lot of uh, technicalities in these things. So that when you are raising an altar, you don't do something wrong. No. 
hallelujah so that you see results of your work because we have seen these things and we'll go into the scriptures and see some of the stuff which are in there especially in the book of kings hallelujah let's open to first kings chapter 18 verse 21 i think that we will take from verse 23 coming down therefore let them give us two bulls and let them choose one bull for themselves cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood or the altar, but put no fire under it, and I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the altar, but put no fire under it. Verse 24, then you call on the name of your gods, and I will also call on the name of the Lord, and the Lord God who answers by fire, he is God. So all the people said, it is well spoken. Hallelujah. This was a situation where Elijah had met with the prophets of Baal. And here the situation was that the people had now double opinions. Others were saying that Baal was powerful. And so they set up all kinds of shrine and, and all kinds of altars of Baal. And some of the people of Israel were now serving Baal. And now Elijah came on the scene. And because of that, the anger of God was kindled against Israel. Most of the people including the king himself the leader of israel now had has paid allegiance to a false god and he had created or established an altar to these kind of gods and here elijah the prophet of god came on the scene and said listen let's settle this controversy once and for all we want to see how powerful that God that you have got to back whatever you are backing or whatever altar you have established is. And the kind of God that comes into, into the effect by setting a fire on whatever we will do, this God will be the one that we will all serve. Hallelujah. So that we cut uh, all the kind of chase and here and all, all kinds of things that is not of God. We will remove that away so that we know that if Baal is the one that is powerful, we will serve him. And if God is the one that is powerful, then all of us, we will serve him. So that was the statement that the, the apostle, the prophet brought, Elijah brought to the people and 400 prophets as against one prophet of God. They agreed to that. They said that statement, verse 24, that it is well spoken. Hallelujah. So the faith of this prophet, this founder prophet in Baal, they believed that whatever they would do or whatever argument that has been raised by Elijah could be worked out because they know for sure that Baal could back them. And it is the same way, or it was the same way that Elijah also believed that he was serving a God who was capable of bringing to pass the argument that they are presenting and be able to win the whole argument. And so they agreed to that. Hallelujah. So every altar that a man establishes or somebody establishes, they are backed or fueled by faith based on the strength of the kind of deity or power or God behind those altars. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me show you something also in Numbers 22. Between Balak, who hires Balaam to come and curse the children of Israel. And most of the points will pick up, will be picked up from here. So please stay with me carefully. Hallelujah. Numbers 22, uh, verse 40. Now, Balak observes the situation from the altars of Baal. 
and verse 20, verse 23, chapter 23, verse 1, Balaam requests seven separate altars. Hallelujah. So let's, let's do from verse, verse 3, coming down. Then Balaam said to Balak, stand by your burnt offerings. I will go. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet me. And whatever he shows me, I will tell you. So he went to a desolate height. And God met Balaam. And he said to him, I have prepared seven altars and I have offered on each altar a bull and a ram. Then the Lord put a word in the mouth of Balaam and said, return to Balak and thus you shall speak. And verse seven, we jump to verse seven. And he took up his oracles. That is the word that the Lord placed in the mouth of Balaam. And he took up his oracle and said, Balak, the king of Moab, has brought me from Aram, from the mountains of the east. Come catch Jacob for me. And come, de announce or denounce Israel. When I, when I came to this place and understood these things that the Spirit of God revealed to me, my heart began to, to well up in praise. Every altar that is invoked, or uh, anyone that tries to invoke altars against people, these are the two main things that they try to do. One, to disable you or to produce a curse upon your life to limit your ability and your potentials. Balak, the king of Moab, realized that Israel coming across his path or in his area or terrain, he found it to be an offensive situation and he desired that Israel would be cursed. That is why he employed Balaam to come into the equation of his dealings and to pronounce curses upon Israel. That is Jacob. And so this is his decision. He established seven different altars. And one of the secrets of the, or one of the dynamics of these altars is this. There is this possibility that you can set up multiple altars. There's that possibility. There's an example in the scriptures. You can, let's see, Gideon established his own altar. And the Lord also spoke to him to establish a different altar unto the Lord. So here, on one occasion and one situation, two separate altars has been established. So that is one point that we can take up as people of God. That on one situation, we can set up multiple altars for each one of them to also speak for us. And the Bible says that now, Balaam now goes up to a desolate height at that place where there was nothing profitable because his intentions was that he will pronounce a word of negativity. That is a word to denounce Israel and a word of curse upon Israel. So some of us or some of the people that we see in this life, they are walking under the canopy of a curse by some kind of a voice from a different altar. And some of them have been denounced in life. And so every projections of their life cannot prosper because of altar. Hallelujah. And so the man now coming out, Balaam, the prophet of God, now coming out, the words that he wants to speak up is a word of curse upon the one that the Lord had elected. Amen. Amen. And yet this could not happen. And let's see what happened. Verse 13, a second attempt to disable Jacob by curse. 
This was the second attempt. Verse 13 said, come with me to another place from which you may see them. You shall see only the outer part of them and shall not see them all. Cast them from, for me from that place. Another point here is this, that when they try one place and it doesn't work, what they do is that they don't relent. They continue to seek for a higher power or a better position where they can obtain advantage by way of the voice of the altar they are, pay, are paying allegiance to and that altar can, or that altar can place a curse upon your life. And so if they done one and it didn't work and you managed to break it, guess what? They are not sleeping. The Bible said it, that the enemy does not sleep until he has seen somebody falling or backsliding. That is the work of the devil. He will always fight. He will always do whatever he will do to limit the ability of somebody's progress. That is why it is expedient that continually you need to come on in manual prayer line for you to connect with the prayer that is going on. I was telling one sister of mine that she was struggling with some issue and I said to her that listen I've been praying for you but why don't you connect with us he said I don't have the time and sometimes I'm this I'm doing this I'm done that's okay listen you don't have to do anything all that I need you to do is just tune in just and silence every voice that comes out of the link but by virtue of you connected to the link whatever we are praying by faith it shall affect you and whatever we are believing God for you shall also see it. And she was going through some challenges. And then all of a sudden, three days later, I spoke to her and, and she requested for a help that I should speak to somebody on her behalf. I took some days of uh, some hours of prayer and I was believing God. My heart was heavy because the situation was a bit dicey for me to go out there to represent somebody for somebody to, uh, it wasn't something that I was so pleased with, but uh, that situation needed to be done. So after prayer and the person connecting on the prayer line, I called, I picked up a phone and called the person as I need to talk to you. I need your mercy and your help on this, on the situation. And the moment I started speaking, the person did not deny any fact, but was willing to help. And coming Wednesday, the promise promised me seven days. Give me seven days, and I'll reorganize the things, and I'll make sure that the person receives what they have. It's a substantial amount of money. Hallelujah. Sometimes thousands of, of dollars. Hallelujah. Not something small. And, and I had to make a call on behalf of somebody for somebody to go and do that for someone based on just connecting to an altar. So it is the same way that we deal with other things, that when you connect to an altar, the voice of the altar that comes out of that place have a bearing on you, whether positive or negative. So if you are connected to a good altar, guess what will happen to you? Something good will happen to your life. Amen. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. So that Amen. was one of the things that happened to Balak and Balaam. Now, a second attempt, and guess what will happen? He commanded the, the Balak, the king of Moab, to set up another seven separate altars and place upon it another sacrifice of bull and rams, and then kill those things and use it as a sacrifice. And then the man of God said to him again, stand by your burnt offerings. Again, whatever will invoke the strength of the altar to speak on your behalf is whatever burnt offerings that you place on the altar. 
And so the Bible says that when Balak, uh, Balaam now appeared to God, let's read verse 7, verse 13. He said, come with me to another place from which you may see them from their behind. 14. So he brought him to a field called Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram offering. And he said to Balak, stand by your burnt offerings, which I meet the Lord over there. So it was his burnt offerings that he placed upon the altar that he stood by. So some of us, if we are believing God, that an altar will speak for us, especially on this platform. This is an altar. Emmanuel prayer, uh, prayer line is an altar. Hallelujah. Whether you know it or not, I'm telling you today, by the grace of God, this is an altar. Hallelujah. So whatever sacrifice that you have made on the altar, you've got to stand by that. So if you don't have anything on the sacrifice or on the altar of, of Emmanuel prayer, prayer line, then it's going to be difficult for the voice here to speak for you somehow. Hallelujah. So Balak now helps us to understand that the offering that he was standing by may have to speak for him because he has placed something, a bull and a ram, seven of them. So now we see 14 separate altars established based on one person's life, Jacob, to curse Jacob and to disable Jacob. That's all. He has established 14 different kinds of altars. Let's see if that's the end of it. Hallelujah. So we can see here that it is not only one altar that speaks, but some people can go to a different extent where they can go for multiple altars. I was sharing with you some of the testimonies of my life that others were fighting and trying to disable me. And for years they've tried it and I didn't know all these secrets until when I knew them now by the grace of God, I've been coming out gradually and breaking the things and the words they've spoken and all that. And things are working well for me by the grace of God. And now when I was attacked, the first altar, they went there, there was no much strength. And they went for, to a different village where they could gain more power and potency. And they went there and produced a kind of power and that hit me. I don't know how it hit me, but it hit me hard. And it was your prayers and our prayers together by the grace of God. It saved my life. So altars, you can invoke altars in different dimensions and in different areas and in different places. You can invoke or you can raise different kinds of altars for them all to be speaking for you on one situation. Hallelujah. So that is one of the technicalities. Again, Balaam took up an oracle and said, rise up Balak and hear, listen to me, son of Zippo. God is not a man that he should lie. Have you heard that scripture before? I believe that a lot of us have been speaking this kind of scriptures all over the places and all that. But it came because somebody wanted to curse somebody. And it came upon an altar that has been raised for it to speak negative over somebody's life. Hallelujah. <clears throat> but listen to me carefully. The altars, of, uh, the altars of Jacob that he raised in Genesis 22, verse 28, and all the altars that the father raised in Genesis chapter 8, Genesis chapter 12, and all coming all the way to where he raised his own altars, had already established a covenant right with God already. And so every altar, listen to me, 21 already altars has been raised now to curse Jacob just to disable him, and it has not been successful based on one altar that Jacob himself raised somewhere and uh, some time past. Hallelujah. 
And so the man of God, verse 8, he said, Balaam took up his oracle and said, Rise up, Balak, and hear, listen to me, son of Zippo. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said a thing, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and he, will he not make it good? Behold, I have received a command to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. So Jacob's altar that he raised in Genesis 28 and Genesis 32 now is speaking for him here. Based on the uh, situation and the conversation that we are, talk, we are talking now, 21 different altars has been raised. Verse 21 will help us to know that. 21 different altars has been raised in three different locations just to cast Jacob alone. But because of one true altar that Jacob established, every pronouncement and every declarations and every expectation to curse him has not been successful. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that every true altar that you have raised on this, on this uh, altar and every sacrifice that you have made and offered on this assembly, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that may the voice from this assembly speak for you and your children. May it speak for your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. I declare that every altar that you have established in this assembly and on this platform to make us good, I declare that may the Lord look upon you with favor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Just as it was spoken of Jacob that he has been blessed and it cannot be reversed so also i declare upon your life that you are blessed in the name of jesus christ Amen. in your going out you are blessed in your coming in you are blessed in your rising Amen. up you are blessed in your sitting down you are blessed in your sleep Amen. you are blessed and nothing can reverse it yes Amen. people of god these are very vital stuff that we've got to do Hallelujah. Sometimes you don't need anybody's prompting. You don't need the man of God's prompting to say, listen, establish an altar. I've told you already, you know me, you have been with me. Those of you who've been with me, I do a work for myself. I do a lot for myself. I do work. Hallelujah. I do nine to five and I do five to nine as well. And I do the extra jobs in between. So please, you all have to know, notice that it is not of a laziness. That is why we are in puppet. Hallelujah. Amen. But we mean business with God. We want the people of God to be free. So one of the ways for you to come out is to know how to deal with altars. Hallelujah. So Amen. that's one of the technicalities of altars. That no matter what it is, it is always established to protect the one. And you, when you are connected to God, this altar will speak for you even days to come, years Amen. to come. Jacob Amen. had no clue about what was going on. Between Balaam and Balak, Jacob had no clue about what was happening. But there had been an invocation and an employment by somebody who was scared about the progress of Jacob for him to pronounce a curse upon his life and to denounce him so that Jacob cannot rise to become whom the Lord has called to be. Hallelujah. And so now, every word with all the 21 separate offerings and sacrifices and altars raised based on one actions of Jacob in the past has now brought a strong defense for him in the presence, though he was even on somebody else's strange land. Hallelujah.
Again, altars are energized by passion. Hallelujah. Altars are energized by passion. I've said about four or five of them already. Altars are energized by passion. Let's pick up from 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 20, 26 to 29. And I'll pick up a little bit from 22 coming down. And I'll jump a little bit. So it was at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, by, he said, cry out loud. So those of you who know about, oh, cry out loud as a term that you use in your normal conversations and everything, it was picked up from the Bible. Hallelujah. So if you see somebody say, laugh, laugh out loud or cry out loud, everything is, is from the Bible. Hallelujah. So the devil has used it in a negative sense, but let's, let's look at what the Lord says. For he is a God, either he is meditating or he is busy, or he's on a journey, or perhaps he's sleeping and must be awakened. Verse 28, I dropped to 20. So they cried out loud and cut themselves, as was their customs, with knives and lances, and until the blood gushed out of them. Verse 29. And when midday was past, they prophesied unto the time of the evening sacrifice. And there was no voice, and there was no answer, and no one paid attention. The passion to make whatever they are invoking to come to pass, they went to the extent of cutting themselves so that blood will come out of their body. The Bible says they cried out loud from morning till the evening sacrifice and nothing came out of that place and it's the same thing also happens to us that when we are also offering to the lord the energy the passion the joy the zeal for us to place the sacrifices is very vital it's very very important hallelujah if we neglect these things and we do it trivially or we 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 trivializes the potency of these altars and the sacrifices that we are giving unto the lord we may not obtain every any resource from it that is why sometimes the offerings are not even counted we don't see blessings in our offerings that we give yes it is amazing it is amazing how some of the people are giving most people are giving, paying tithes and offerings and all kinds of things, sacrifices, all kinds of their time, their effort, and they are not seeing results because of lack of passion. Just because of lack of passion. Others are giving out of coercion. Others are giving with, with, with grudge. Others are giving. The Bible says that don't do it. If, if there is any grudge in you and you are coming to, just don't do it. Don't go there. Don't bother yourself. Hallelujah. That is why for, on this altar, we try to encourage people to come out of their own heart to do whatever they are doing so that the passion that needs to energize the sacrifice they are placing on the altar will speak for them. By the grace of God. Hallelujah. Another point. Altars are executed by sacrifice. Amen. And here we can see that the, the bull that they placed upon the altar, that is between Elijah and the prophets of Baal, that's what we're talking about, that the bull that they placed on the altar was the point or the, the, the conversation point where God will have to act or their God Baal will have to act. So whatever sacrifice you place upon the altar must also count for something in your sight. Hallelujah. 
So if you don't have any sacrifice on your altar, don't expect any execution coming out of your altar. Hallelujah. David made a statement this way, that I will not offer anything to the Lord that does not cost me. So sometimes the things that we are given are like the widow. She, the Bible says that she gave the only thing that was costly to her. So based on this argument, we can also draw a fact that whatever sacrifice that you are giving on the altars, it must count for something in your sight. You should not take it for light to think that, oh, oh, after all, let me do this so that Reverend McCarthy will know that I've done it. No, 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 please, please, please. I'm begging you. Just don't do it. I'm begging you by the message of God. Don't do it for me to know, for me to see. Do it for God to know and for God to see. Let it come from your heart between you and God. Whatever we are speaking here, it shall back you up by the grace of God. When God approves of your sacrifice, whatever we have spoken, all the blessings I have made, the declarations I've made the expectations i'm believing god for it shall happen like something hallelujah nothing will stop it even in your sleep you will see it happening by the grace of god so it is executed by sacrifice you don't go to the house of god the bible said with empty hands which means that when you're approaching the sacrifices of the lord or the altar of god you must have a substance in your hands to give to the lord amen and i, I i'm afraid and i'm so sorry i do apologize on behalf of yeah. all pastors and the clergy about yeah. how people have weakened this effort and have destroyed all kinds of demand hallelujah and it's very difficult for people to even trust in anything to do with offerings tithes financial uh, givings and support and stuff like that all because of somebody else's behaviors other people's attitude or all kinds of stuff hallelujah so i'm here to draw your attention to these things so that your heart will be open to know the realities of matters to understand some of the things the lord wants us to do and how the lord wants to respect the offerings and the tithes and the the sacrifices that we may we make on his altars hallelujah another point altars are valued by honor altars are valued by honor if you don't have any honor to the altar that you are sacrificing to never expect anything good from that place hallelujah <clears throat> let me tell you something from the book of exodus 20 from 22 uh, to 26 I'll pick it from 23 because there are quite a lot of scriptures. That is why I'm cutting some of them so that I'll give you the main, uh, the main substance so that you can uh, learn something from that. 23 says, you shall not make anything to be with me. That is God speaking, telling the children of Israel how to raise an altar and create a covenant with him. This is how to raise an altar. It says that you shall not make anything to be with me, gods of silver, or gods of gold, you shall not make them for yourselves to be with me. 24, an altar of earth you shall make for me, and you shall, and you shall on it bent, put place on a bent offerings, and your peace offerings, and your sheep, and your oxen. In every place where I record my name, I will come to you, and I will bless you. The Lord is saying this, 
that if we are establishing an altar to him, he is telling us the kind of altar, which means that the value of honor that we are giving to the altar will base upon how God will also respect what you are obtaining from that altar. So the respect that you give to this altar, Emmanuel Christian Assembly or Emmanuel Prayer Line, whatever value of respect you give to this altar, it is the same blessing that will come to you. The value of that blessing will come to you based on how you respect this altar. Hallelujah. So if you value this altar, it is the same way that the blessings from this altar will come to you. If the value of this altar is minimal, it is not only on this altar, every altar everywhere. Hallelujah. The value of honor and respect you place upon it is the same way that you shall obtain a blessing from it. Verse 25 says that, and if you make for me an altar of stone, you shall not hew it, you shall not build it with a hewn stone for, for it, uh, you shall not hear it for it use of, oh, forgive me, because I rewrote all the scripture, all the scriptures. So that is, I think I missed out something here. So if you make me an altar of stone, you shall not build it with a, a hewn stone. With your stools on it, uh, 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 for, huh, good, thank you. For if you do that, it is profaned or you have profaned it with your tools. Amen. Verse 20 says that, nor shall you go up by steps to my altar that your nakedness may be seen or may be exposed on it. Again, the value of altar, that the Lord is saying that when going to the altar of God, he doesn't want you to expose your nakedness on it. And again, if you're establishing using a stone to establish an altar to the Lord, do not use tools made by men, hallelujah, but rather the value of the stone that you put on them must not be cut out. It must be something that you pick up and then rearrange them in a way that it should be, hallelujah. Point, point number seven or eight or 10, I don't, I don't know, I've spoken quite a few. Altars are also operated with commitment. Altars are operated with commitment. If you don't have commitment to what you are giving to the altar, you may not get results from it. Judges chapter 6, verse 25 to 27 helps us to pick up this from there. And now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to him, that is Gideon, take your father's seven-year-old bull and tear down the altars of Baal and build an altar to me, the Lord your God, on top of this rock, in the proper arrangements and take the second bull and offer it as a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the image which you shall cut down he used the word proper arrangements that is these things it needs commitment to be able to connect to whatever altar that you are building if you don't have commitment to support and respect that altar it shall not work and it shall not be favorable to you so people of god i'm helping you to open your heart your heart and your eyes to these things to understand that every altar is operated with commitment to the altar and by so doing it shall also give of its best to you by the grace of god hallelujah another point is that Altars are provoked by vows or speech. That is why this year I have made up my mind that before the word of the Lord comes, the first 15, 20 minutes, I shall be speaking blessings into the ears, into the hearts, into the homes, into the families, into the lives of those who will connect to hear the word of God. Yes. 
That's why the Lord said to me that I, he has commanded me to bless. So the first few minutes before you listen to the word of God, I have to pronounce a word of blessings to you. And the word of the Lord helps us to understand that these altars are provoked by vows. Let's hear First Kings 18, 1831. And let's see what Elijah said to help us to understand this mystery. And Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob. Was it the same Jacob that was being cursed in numbers? Hmm. Hallelujah. Yes. To whom the word of the Lord had come saying, Israel shall be your name. And this was invocation by God himself based on the altar that Jacob had established. And because of this, because of this, by these vows, the pronouncement of curses upon Jacob could not work because now the, the, the altar of Jacob is now speaking for him based mm -hmm. on whatever he did in time past. So altars are provoked by vows. Jacob vowed tithe, or that's tight unto the Lord. He vowed offerings unto the Lord. He vowed his time unto the Lord. He vowed to make God his God. We did that, hallelujah. Did we do the vows of Jacob? Yes. All those vows that he made over there is now speaking for him here in First Kings. And Elijah, the prophet, is pronouncing the same statement that, Eli that Jacob did years past. People of God. I'm telling you, you have to open your heart to these things. That this life that we are living is full of words and vows upon altars, different kinds of altars and different places. And some of them are speaking in our favors. Others are speaking against us. That is why we are learning these things. So I pray that God will help us to be able to understand and pick, pick up the, the nuggets of truth out of these things so that when we stand making declaration, praying for ourselves, praying for people, pronouncing words, declaring stuff, speaking against the devil and creating all kinds of things, the Lord will be glorified in them based on what you have also done, based on your commitment with him, based on the respect that you him, based on the vows that you have with him. All these things will speak in your favor. Amen. Hmm. Amen. Amen. The altars uh, are backed by a higher power. I've spoken that. And we can see in First Kings chapter 18, verse 36, that Elijah will say that if Baal be Baal, let him be God. And if God be God, the God of Israel, let him be God. Hallelujah. Let's hear what he said from 36. And it came to pass at that time of the offerings of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, let it be known this day that you are, you are God in Israel. And these three men that he mentioned their name, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, every one of them made a sacrifice or raised an altar unto the Lord. And based on that altar, the Lord created a covenant with them. And Elijah now seeing the backsliding effect or state of Israel, trying to draw them back again to the place where they will understand who their God is, is now invoking the same altars that these three men established in years past. 
knowing that he is a God who is powerful enough to respect whatever vows that has been made on those altars. And he's continued by saying that I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that you are the Lord God, that you have turned their hearts to you again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifices and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And now all the people saw it and fell on their faces and they said, the Lord is God. The Lord is God. Hallelujah. The power Amen. and the potency of the altar of Israel is now proven to be a God that is capable of licking water, including dust, consuming everything that is unconsumable in the sight of men or the knowledge of men to a point where people and everyone, including 400 prophets, will now bow to the God of Israel. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that may this also be your testimony that those who are against you will see the God that you are serving and they will all bow to this God and say that indeed your God is the God who needs to be served in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Another point, I think point number 15 or 16, that altars can be breached by negligence. If you don't pay respect and you neglect the value of these altars, you will lose the opportunity to see the potency of anything from this altar. Though the altar may be there, the altar may be there, but the strength thereof to back you up in a lot of things, you will not see it happening. Yes. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Listen to me, everything I have spoken to you, I have backed it with Bible. And it's been proven by the grace of God for us to know whatever I have said by God's grace. People of God, this thing that we are dealing with is very, very critical. And that is why I'm taking my time to help you to come to that place of understanding. I know most of you may have picked up these things from other places and all that. But let's hear what Nehemiah will say. Verse 5. And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your covenants and your commandments. These are the words of Nehemiah. Those who observe your covenants and your commandments, the observation, the moment we neglect the observation of the covenants of God, the commandments of God, the dictates of God, we open up a portal in our life. That will be in the next point. You know, we breach the strength and the potency of the altars that must speak for us. And therefore, we don't see any manifestation from these altars. Israel was now being troubled. And their lives had been impoverished. Their walls had been broken down because of sin. Hallelujah. Because of sin. And for that matter, the enemy gained advantage over them. And here, Nehemiah, one of the leads of Israel, got the message, came back to the place, trying to reestablish and restore the, 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 the favor and the fame of Israel back again. He had to go and invoke the covenant 
that had been established in time past that they had neglected with all respect put aside now he had to re-establish that respect and that invoke the same covenant again and let god be true again on those covenants and from that point on the hand of god began to rise again and out of everything that Nehemiah would do, the Bible says that in 52 days, a war that took them 20 years to build and they couldn't achieve anything. In 52 days, Nehemiah was able to build that wall because he repelled the breached negligence on the altar of God and the covenant rights, the observance that they neglected. Now he repaired those places and now he began to cry out unto the Lord. And from that moment, every step of the brother was successful including everything he needed the substance of need concerning wood timber money food everything everything was given to him even by strangers strangers provided for nehemiah to build the walls of jerusalem again hallelujah people of god Amen. these authors do speak either you decide not to walk with it or you want to walk with it it will speak, hallelujah. Others are speaking, whether we know it or not, whether we agree to it or not, whether we are helping it or not, it is speaking. And it could be speaking negative to us, but do we want to see the positivity of our God in our lives also? Let us also raise a new altar. If we haven't raised one, and if one is being raised, put some sacrifices on it. It's a father, I'm buying unto this. By this sacrifice, I'm sowing this as a seed offerings unto you. I'm sowing this as a bent offerings unto you. I'm showing this as an offerings of, of grain offering. All kinds of different kinds of offerings can be placed on the altar of God. Hallelujah. There's an offerings of aroma. There's a seed offering. There's a first time fruit. There's so many stuff. If we decide to go in there, I'm telling you, we can take it the whole year. Hallelujah. Amen. People of God, all I want you to know is that if you breach an altar, it will not speak or yield its blessings to you. If you breach it, it's not going to happen. Hallelujah. And maybe the last point I want to share with you is this, that when you make room in your life, the voice of the altar will hit you hard. I'll take it again in a different sense. If you give room negatively in your life, every evil altar that is speaking will surely have effect on your life. Yes, I'll say it again. If you breach every altar, the altar of God, the covenant right that you have established with God, if you breach it, when the enemy pronounces curses on his altar, it will speak against you. Let's go into the Bible and see whether it's true or not. Numbers 23 verse 21. He has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he found wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. Why? Because all the pronouncement of Baal could not work against Jacob, and the demands of Balak could not have any effect of, on Jacob. And what the statement came to him from verse 21, according to uh, Numbers 22 and chapter 23 is this, that everything that they tried to do, this is what they did. They found out that there was no iniquity in Jacob, 
nor was there any sin wickedness found in Israel and for that matter the Lord God Almighty was with him and the shout of a king was among them hallelujah so the pronouncement of curses could not find a way to find expression in his life hallelujah and if there is any breach and any wickedness found in us if there is anything observance of of iniquity that is found in us we use the word iniquity and let's say sin let's go a little bit further if there is sin also in us then it gives the enemy every right for him to hit against us strongly my mom showed me a picture a few days ago when she came and my heart was was so 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 troubled about somebody a young man who had stolen somebody's object and then uh, the person the owner of the object desired to have his thing back and said listen i know that this thing was here a moment ago i had it with me but somebody has taken it and it looks like there's nobody else else that was close by except you so please if it is with you, give it to me. And the guy was upset. He stole the thing, but he pretended as if that he had been accused falsely. And from that moment, they began to have argument. And the guy said that, if you say that you are not the one that stole this thing, I will go and visit an altar, and I will let that altar speak. I'm talking about breach. And this man went to these strange altar, or these strange gods, and then paid a sacrifice hallelujah i'm talking about a situation that came to me paid a sacrifice and the sacrifice he paid it and he said listen somebody stole my object and i want you to pronounce a curse upon the person and so this brother who stole the object now said with courage and boldness and audacity and said that if this God that you are talking about, this altar, if he can do anything against me, I will go and urinate over it. Listen to me carefully. This was the statement of the brother who stole the thing and still denying that he didn't steal it. And went and this the one the owner of the object went to these strange gods who had an altar and he paid the sacrifice and then demanded that let the voice of the altar pronounce curse upon this anyone who stole the thing. I was here, I received a call from home and said that listen, this is a situation, and then can you pray for this person? You are a pastor, we need help. We've, they've gone to the hospital for a couple of days. No results has happened. And the brother is broken down, paralyzed from waist down. So at the hospital, I told them to put the phone on. Let me talk to the man. I'm talking about a situation I've dealt with not, few, not long ago. And it's still working. And then I began to speak to the brother. I said, listen, what is going on? He said, oh, I was cleaning. I was reading at the back of the garden, in the back of the house, and all of a sudden something hit me and I fell on, on the floor. And from that point on, I've not been able to stand on my feet. Whilst he was speaking, the Spirit of the Lord said to me that he has stolen somebody's object and he has, he has to make it good. So I spoke to my mom. My mom was the one that was on the hospital, uh, at the hospital. I spoke to her and I said, Mommy, he has stolen something. Tell him to give the thing back to the owner. If the owner takes the thing, whatever is on his life will be broken. I can pray for him and you'll be okay. If the owner does not accept the thing, I don't know what we can do. And then my mom asked him, 
said, listen, brother, have you stolen somebody's object? He said, no. Then my sister came to the place because my sister is a nurse. So they went to see my sister and she was the one leading them. And then my sister talked, uh, talked to him and said, listen, have you taken somebody's property? Also, Makati says that you, you have to confess about something that you have taken and you have to give it back to the person. The person said, oh, no, 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 no. And then the mother of the person, they, my mom spoke to the mother of the person and said, listen, talk to your, your, your son. Because my son says that this is what has happened. And the mother asked, and the child said, the guy says, oh, yes, it was something, but it was just this. The thing is not valued anything. And so now, as they called me, the family called me, and I spoke to their brothers, and I spoke to everybody. And I said, listen, the only thing that I know that can work now, based on technicalities, is that let the person that has, has pronounced this case, you guys have to go and appease the owner of the object, give the thing to him, maybe pay, pay 10 times whatever they've taken. Tell him that, look, listen, you are willing to pay 10 times whatever he's taking. The moment he received that thing, call me back and I'll pray for the person and instantly you'll be fine. fine. When they went, the guy wouldn't take the thing. They were willing to pay 10 times uh, of the price of whatever he stole. He was willing to pay. The guy said, the owner of the thing said, no, I'm not taking the thing back. So now they called me or something. He won't take it. I said, I don't know what else I can do. But the guy was denying. So now I prayed for him though, but results has not come out. Why? Because of the actions that he placed on there, because of the breach of that respect that he placed upon that altar and at the same time stolen something from somebody and he had the audacity to say that he will go and urinate over somebody else's altar. If that altar can speak negative against him. Now he's rotting in a room. My mom brought me a picture. He's here, he's on her phone here as I'm speaking now in this, in this place. My mom showed me the picture, my heart. He's rotting in a room because of one small object and because of a breach in his life, knowing for sure that he has stolen the thing, denying that he has stolen. If he had accepted the fact that he had stolen something from the first instant, maybe the mercy of God may have prevailed. But now the situation has gone and prolonged and he has even had the audacity to say that he will speak against those altars and urinate. So it was that shrine. When the brother called me, his brother, his elder brother called me and said to me, they have paid thousands of dollars to, to change the thing. And I said to them, now listen, no amount of money that you pay to that shrine will change anything in the brother's life. What he needs is deliverance. It is only God who can overrule that situation. And the whole family must be there. I've encouraged them to come on this platform. They haven't. What can I do? I can't force anybody against their wish. People of God, it is working as I'm speaking now. The guy is rotting in a room. The mother, her life has come to a standstill. She has moved back to the village because there is nothing working. Breach, breach. The effectiveness of his life has now been reduced to nothing. The brother is rotting. All his back is rotting. All his leg is rotting. It's like it's rotting into the bones and the whole back, everything. No medical activity. Listen, the altars we are talking about, it passes beyond the capabilities of medicine. I'm telling you, altars that we are speaking about, 
it passes the ability of medicine. You can do every surgery in this world. If a negative altar is speaking against you and they have a right to speak against you, if there is a breach or iniquity found in you, the altar will surely hit and you will not be able to be free. But when you know what to do, the Bible says that when you are going to the altar of God, make amends with people, those who have offended you, those who have done something wrong against you. The Bible says that make amends with them, not because that they are in the right, but because that you want to progress in your life. Hallelujah. Not because that you are in the, no, 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 no. But because you want to progress in your life. And so you don't want to carry their baggage to hold you down based on offense. We have seen many lives has been troubled. Many families have been troubled. Many women and men have been troubled because of the issues of the past. I'm telling you. Some of the things that people have done to us, if we are willing to, if, if there was justice, okay that the law says that we should do justice to them i may have killed so many people i'm telling you i may have killed including men of god i may have used gun to shoot them and kill them and say lord you said i should do justice so i've done justice to them yes but vengeance the bible says that vengeance is the lord and he will repay so i refuse to pay anybody back whatever wrong they have done me but what i do is to raise an altar that that the altar that i will raise with the sacrifice i place on the altar must speak for me hallelujah and by the grace of god none of them have i ever raised or on any altar that have i ever placed any sacrifice that the lord has not favored me on it hallelujah every one of them speaks for me by god's grace and to Today, I stand by divine authority in the name of Jesus Christ that may every altar that you have placed a sacrifice on it may it also speak for you may it speak for your children may it speak for your generation may it speak for your welfare may it speak for your progress in the mighty name of Jesus Christ the day you forgive may the Lord open new doors for you the day you neglect may the hand of God bring it to pass whatever the enemy has decided to make it as a weapon against your life in the name of jesus christ from today i speak prophetically over your life may the prosperity of the lord from this altar come upon your life hallelujah hallelujah so people of god have taken my time very very slowly to draw you gradually with these altars i've spoken in many ways in many places with different understanding and clarity for you to know the importance of altar especially where you are sacrificing those sacrifices the place where you are demanding that the prayer of that place should back you so we know some of these technicalities. I've given you about 18 or 19 technicalities already. Today, I want you to see this as a sign of knowledge that the Lord is giving to you. Please pay good attention to it. And may the Lord help us to walk with wisdom by God's grace. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Father, thank you. Father, thank you. We thank you for your word. 
we pray that let your word will all be always true to us and help us to walk with reverence with respect and value the altars of glory that you have established in our life both on this altar Emmanuel prayer line and also on any altar that you have raised for us or we have raised for ourselves by grace we pray the lord respect the sacrifices we put upon it whether the spreads of time the sacrifice of time the sacrifice of substance sacrifice of our lives sacrifice of our information sacrifice of money or cash or anything we pray the lord let them all speak for us good in the mighty name of jesus but if there is any gap in our lives if there is any breach in us if there is any wickedness in us if there is anything that will allow other authors to speak vile against us today we pray we pray by the message of god the lord let the voice of these authors be silenced and we ask for your mercy we ask for forgiveness we pray in jesus name the lord cleanse us from all unrighteousness and make us right in your sight and let every advent altar speaking against us be reversed in the mighty name of jesus as they pronounce curses bless as they speak negative lord speak positive as they demand that we fail may we prosper as they demand that we we, be, we become stagnant may we progress with your power and with your might as they open wicked doors against them against us shut those doors oh god yes as they shut every opportunity and every blessing against us we pray in the mighty name of jesus christ more open multiple doors for us oh god in the mighty name of jesus christ may we prosper and out of season and may we see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living of may we see living. the glory of yours oh god working in our lives oh god because of the authors that has been spoken and invoked in jesus mighty name amen amen i really amen. appreciate all of you for your time god bless you if you want to listen to the message in full and all other messages about the family foundation or the foundation of the family is speaking about altars and other things please go on spotify you can find them free over there it's all free every one of the messages over there is all free please download all of them if you want and then it's all free every download is free everything is free over there and bless yourself send a link to somebody for free let them be blessed hallelujah anywhere in the world somebody can pray that i can play that thing or can pray along those things that we are prayed over by the grace of god hallelujah so those are the technicalities of authors and more so please look out for the book very soon if you want to support me with the book too, I'll be grateful to receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You want to support Amen. Me on test, please, I'm happy to receive it. I pray that whilst your support comes, may the Lord use that as a seed offering or as a sacrifice that you are placed so that the Lord will also speak for you in Jesus' Amen. mighty name. Amen. 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 This is the time that we want, we want to go into the place of um, communion. But before I say the communion, mm. I will go into the communion. I want, please get your communion elements ready, please, wherever yes, you are. Yes, wherever yes, you are. Yes, yes, Even if it is water that you can obtain now and something, some kind of stale bread over there, don't worry about it. Forget about the staleness of it or the plainness of the water. It is going to work. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yes, yes. If you have a bread or some fruit juice or some something at home or something, just pick them up, some biscuits or anything. We want to use that as an emblem. 
Amen. Just as an emblem. And one day we'll talk about this communion element, which is very vital for the saints. I take them almost every day. My kids, they just take them like that. Like that. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's helping us by God's grace. Amen. I want to say this strongly, please. Unforgiveness is, is, is a weapon of choice against the heart that is embittered. I'll say that again. Unforgiveness is a weapon of choice against a heart that is embittered. And that bitterness is sustained. I'll say it again in a different sense. If somebody offends you and you know that the person has done you wrong, it is in your best interest to let go or give the person that you walk away. It's in your best interest. Because it's a weapon of choice. You either choose to keep the weapon or you choose to let the weapon be in the hand of the enemy that they use. They will use the same weapon to hurt themselves. But if you forgive, if you don't forgive, they give you the weapon to hurt yourself. But the moment you forgive, the weapon gets out of your hands, in the hands of your enemy, and you are free for life. If you don't do this, you are hurting yourself, binding your own self, restricting your own progress, your advancement, your advantages, your freedom, your marriage, your finances, your businesses, your, your, your everything, everything about you. Listen, the enemy, the Bible says that offenses may come, a woe unto him. And how we also react to those offenses. We never know how far we can go with holding on to offense. And people can go into their grave with offenses. I've seen men of God who can even block other people's numbers because of offenses. I've seen people of God, the church members, people of God who are also not talking to others because of offenses. They don't even want to have any dealings with them and they are holding grudge against them and everything all over the place. Please, 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 please. It is not to your interest. Not that you are condoning or you are accepting the fact that they have hurt you and it's okay. No, it's not. It's not. Whatever they did was wrong, but it is to our own interest to let go whatever they did to us into our heart. Because the room that you have occupied with bitterness is the room that God wants to use to glorify himself in. So bitterness and anxiety and worry does not play the same role, role with the joy and the blessings and the breakthroughs of God in one place. It doesn't work. So please, for your own information and for your interest, let go, allow them to be whatever they've done and just have your peace of mind and progress in the hands of the Lord and you'll prosper. I'm telling you some of the prayers we have prayed, we haven't seen results. Just forgive and see if God will not turn those things around in hours. I'm saying what? Hours. Yes. Hours. In few hours, whatever you have prayed for 10 years, the Lord is able to turn the thing around. So look into your own self, within your own heart. Whom am I holding a grudge against? Who, is, who has offended me? Who is hurting me? Or whom have I hurt? Let me do something to make amends. Hallelujah. Let me correct issues. Let me make uh, amends. And then forgive them. Sometimes they may not even be there, but just forgive them. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I had to go and spend two years just to build up forgiveness in my heart to forgive some people. I had to do that for my own freedom. And by the grace of God, whenever I meet them, 
the, the radiance of the joy of God in my heart for them is different from how I used to meet them. I see them and some a, a, a sense of fear or shaking. Something comes up, up, upon my life. Why? Because I was hurt to my core to a point where I was even suicidal. And I thought, how could men behave and do this to me? But when the Lord taught me this secret and I let go, from that point on, I don't care anymore. I don't bother myself anymore. I am okay by the grace of God. Hallelujah. If I need help, the Lord brings it to me. If I need support, the Lord opens the door for me for the support. So people of God, these are some of the things that may be speaking against us because the enemy can use that as a breach so that he silence your voice or the voice of your altar against you yourself so you don't see the progress of anything in your life and you wonder what is wrong with me there's nothing wrong with you just let go that's all and you will see the manifestation of the glory of god let's bless god for this communion hallelujah if you have your communion elements with you please open them up and let's begin to pron pronounce a blessings upon it in the name of Jesus, wherever you are, I spend some time to get you prepared to your communion. So please, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment that you have given to us the knowledge of the covenant rights that we have in your word and what we have as a backing from the hosts of heaven with every altar and every sacrifice we place on the altar of Christ Jesus. This day, O oh God, the Lord, we invoke this covenant right with Jesus Christ established as one of the things that we need to do in remembrance of him. This day, we take this communion with seriousness, with respect, with great reverence, with the finished work on the cross of Calvary for our lives, for our souls, for our progress, for our, uh, our advancement. We declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that every blessing that is found in this communion element today, we release it upon our lives. Any breakthroughs that is found in this covenant right, today we invoke it upon our lives and we walk in them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We declare healing for us, oh God. We declare deliverance for us, oh God. We declare freedom for our spirits, freedom for our souls, freedom for our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, oh God, the Lord, you have opened new portals of glory and added through this covenant, oh God, of this communion that we're going to take with you, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We invite you to take with us, oh God. Holy Spirit, be with us. Be yes, in this. Jesus, be in this, oh Jesus Christ. Be in this street, Holy Spirit of God. Accept this, oh God Almighty. And let it please you, oh God, that you show yourself strong and glorify your name in this covenant right on this element. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we are and pray. Let us say, say amen. 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 Body of Christ. Body of Christ. And the blood, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that from today on this altar. You will prosper Amen. in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus Christ. I declare from this altar of Emmanuel Amen. Prayer Assembly, from today, Amen. you will prosper. 
Amen. Amen. I speak prophetically Amen. over your life upon this altar in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus Christ. Amen. That any voice that is not of God against your life from today we hereby Amen. silence those voices. Amen. I declare that every ill wish that anyone seeks for you to bring you down, to denounce you, I speak prophetically in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that it shall not work. Amen. I speak by the blessings of God in the mighty name of Jesus that every curse that has been pronounced with your name on it, with your children on it, with your sons and daughters on it, with your businesses on it, that it shall not work, it shall not stand, it shall not come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Go and prosper. By this week, by the power of Jesus' mighty name, Amen. 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 Give a clap offering unto Jesus. Give Jesus a clap offering. Give Jesus a clap offering. We give it to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. To invite your friends and your families to join. Let your husbands and your wife also join. The things that we are doing and we are dealing here is very, very critical. Hallelujah. I see a, a lady on the platform a year by December, uh, a year by coming December, like next year, December by the grace of god it looks as if by the time of your birthday you will be marrying hallelujah amen yes yeah. hey. by december the december or by that time where we are crossing to over to the, the following year 2025 because i see me also there i see quite a few people over there i see the hand of god there i see wow. in the atmosphere <laughs> Of that moment or of that time yeah. of the marriage, I see heavens open. I see the Lord presence Jesus. of God falling like like Lord. a dew of rain or like crystals or something falling on that day of the wedding. Hallelujah. And, and it looks like a winter season. Hallelujah. So so it shall work. Hallelujah. It shall work for you. From this altar have I spoken this. In the name of Jesus Christ, that a year by this time, by December, a year by December 2024, we shall celebrate your marriage. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I see somebody also with pain. I see pain, pain in a groin. If I see somebody with pain in the groin, in between your legs, some part of your the part of your leg somewhere, I see pain there, and the spirit of God is touching it now with the healing fire of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive healing now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let every pain in your body be gone in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Whatever is an attack on your life, be overruled in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Receive your healing and your freedom by the power of Jesus. His name. Amen. 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 Somebody is on the platform. You are also believing God for a, a financial breakthrough. I pray. Uh, somebody is actually trying to change jobs. You are hoping to change jobs. And I pray that the Lord blesses you with a better job as He desires. Mm -hmm. And as you also desire, may, may the presence of God be with you and usher you into a better job. 
a better paying job with good conditions and services in the name of Jesus Christ. May the blessings of God. Somebody who is believing God for financial breakthrough, may the Lord open those portals of blessing, blessings for you and may the altar of, of praise and honor bless you in the name of Jesus Christ and may the Lord bless you with the substance that you need financially in Jesus mighty name. Receive Jesus a blessing in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything, everything that anyone is owing we overrule it in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare that let Jesus pay it all, for he has paid it all in the mighty name of Jesus. Financially, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, receive the healing and the blessings of God to pay out every debt that we owe in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There, there is more to say. There is more to speak about. But let's come on Wednesday. Let's come and prophesy on Wednesday. Hallelujah. Wednesday will be a strategic prayer. We shall be praying for long. Hallelujah. Uh, for that one hour, I will not be speaking. Uh, I'm believing God I shall not say anything. And then we shall be praying. Hallelujah. So Wednesday, if you want to pray, please invite a friend. We, we, I desire that we pray. We become 30 people on Wednesday. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I desire. So everybody on the platform, if you brought one person on coming Wednesday, we shall be 30. So let's Amen. let's increase our numbers with, with invitation. Hallelujah. Just let's Amen. increase our numbers with invitation. It Amen. is possible. Hallelujah. If you are here, somebody can also be here. Yes. yes. Let us not be selfish by enjoying alone. Amen. Amen. Is there any any announcement? Is there any any request on the platform? Is there anything on the platform that we can? Hello. Yeah, please. Hi, Rev. Yes. Oh, okay. Go first, and then I'll go after you. No, please, please. <laughs> 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 go first no problem oh, oh. okay um so i just wanted to say that um my friend i i asked my friend yasmin to join and she's always telling me that when she joins she feels blessed so i just want to say thank you that's all oh great hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen amen we bless god that you've been blessed by amen. this can you imagine if about 1,000 of our sister Yasmin is able to connect, you know the kind of okay. blessing. That's 1,000 people being blessed. Amen. Yeah. So please, that's the whole thing. The reason why the devil don't want you to share and putting laziness on people's mind and their heart to forget, mm -hmm. I will not share it, is because they, he knows that when you come here, you'll be blessed. Mm -hmm. So he will let you only come and then don't let your friend also come. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So please, let's invite all the family, everybody, encourage them. Tell them to bless, to come here. Sister, we thank God for your life. Sister Yasmin, God bless you. God bless you. God bless Amen. you. Yasmin, welcome. Yasmin, welcome. Amen. Amen. God will continue to bless you. Amen. 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 Who, who else wanted to say something? Yeah, please. I want to give a testimony. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Emmanuel. The, the Lord, Lord is, is with us. Is with us. <laughs> Indeed, our God is with us. I want yes. to give a testimony to glorify the name of our God. Uh, my testimony is uh, my child supposed to go to a high school next September, and mm -hmm. I registered a school for her. And to my surprise, none of the school accepted her. They rejected her. So the only school that accepted her is a vocational school. And I contacted her, I contacted her teacher, and they told me, no, I know your child 
is so much intelligence. So there's no need for her to go to vocational school. You just go to the school. Don't accept that school. Just cancel it. So I contacted the social assistant of the school and I explained the situation to her. So he told me, okay, let, let's go, let's let me check. He was in admin. Uh, they put her on waiting list number. He was number thirty six, number thirty five. So the lady told me, no, I don't think your child will get this school. So you have to go to other neighborhood and then do the registration for her. So which I did that. In fact, I was hard. I was very much disturbed when I called our pastor. I was even crying because anytime my child would just wake up in the morning and then ask me, "Mommy, why?" Because all my friends have got their admission in that school. Why am I am I the only one that has been rejected? Sometimes I don't even know how to explain things to her. So I called our pastor and then I told him everything. And then he said, Richard, you just take heart and he prayed with me. And to my surprise, last two weeks, one of the schools called me and said that, oh, we got a place for your child. And I was even, even surprised because they told me there's no way that my child will get a place in that school. So I was even confused, and I called Pastor again and said, I've already got a school for him and for her, and now the, the other schools are already also uh, is also calling me. So I'm confused. I don't know which school now to choose for, for the kid. <laughs> so the school called me, and I, I decided not even to respond. So they keep on calling me. They keep on sending me and others. So later, they call back to the school of my child and then to ask um. Uh, if they can contact me because they have they, they called me to bring my child, it seems that I don't want to bring the child. So later, the school also contacted me and then they told me, Oh, Richard, you can take it. So later, I decided to do that. So when I called them, so Oh, madam, there's no need for you to come to our school. You just go online and then just do the registration online. When we get the, the forms, we're going to register her. We are going to register automatically. You, we, we have got a place for her. And to, to go be the glory, they, they registered her. And last Thursday, the results came. And to my surprise, he, he, she got A for all the subjects. So Amen. I Hallelujah. 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 This is what God can do. We thank Him. Hallelujah. And may this also be your testimony that year by this time you're also sharing the testimony beautiful to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This altar Amen. here speaks, it has got a voice. Yes. Yeah. This assembly, we have a voice yes. in the spirit yes. by the grace of God. So yes. if there is something bothering you, don't worry. Come, let's pray. Amen. There will be an answer by the grace of God. Somebody who had not, did not even qualify, they wouldn't even put a name on anything now, has been given an offer uh, uh, with, with no conditions attached to it. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what God can do. Amen. Is there anyone with any testimony? Thank you for sharing to the glory of God. This is to the glory of God, to the honor of God, to know that our God is able. Hallelujah. So if anybody is on the platform that you feel that God has also done something for you, please don't hesitate to come and share because it's very important. It's very, very important. Amen. Amen. Right. Nobody's here to come and share anymore. Uh, so... I want to wish you all the best for the week this coming Wednesday. Let's spend time before our maker and believe that by the grace of God, we can spend more, uh, we can receive more from him. 
Hallelujah. Now we know how altars are raised. By God's grace, we can do whatever we need to do to make life uh, better for us. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I want to take this opportunity to put a tithe and offering on the platform. Uh, I don't want to deny anybody again. I'm so sorry. My apologies. I will apologize because most of you have not had the opportunity um, to, uh, to give offerings and the tithes and other things that you need to do. Uh, because I keep forgetting, you know, so please forgive me. Yeah. 